Pamela Mordecai reading from her debut novel, Red Jacket. A Dream. So Maisie folds Gracie in her arms like a baby and takes her down the road to Beloved. When she reaches the storefront church, she reverses into the heavy wooden doors, forcing them open with her broad backside, and the two of them go through to see Reverend Douglas, who is waiting. Several ladies make up the congregation, and there is even a small choir, a bright blaze of birds the colour of parrots and macaws. Reverend Douglas walks up to receive Maisie and her whimpering charge, arms wide open, big as a baobab tree, and she folds the sobbing Gracie into the great tent of her white robes and takes her up to the altar where Jeremiah is waiting, dressed in red and white, the youngest of seven altar boys who swing gold censers as they wait for Jimmy to begin to say Mass. And there at the altar is Gramps, straight and strong, instructing Jeremiah on how to tend the forest of medicine plants that he has set out in rows and rows of pots at the back of the barracks hut in Wedley. Tell her, Gramps, Ma says, fresh as morning drizzle. You've got to get up, Gracie. It's time to go. Ma walks over quickly, for though she is stout, she moves light as wisps of silk cotton seed. She leans down to give Gracie a hand, but Gracie can't move, sick of pain. Her entire lower arm is blown up, a fat, reddish balloon. The pain inside is hot like boiling water. If anybody offered to cut her arm off, she would let the knife do its terrible work without a moment's thought. She understands. It is carnival, and the inflated arm is part of her costume. And they are all dressed up to play masks, a whole band of players in green and white. They wear masks, and their heads are covered with caps like the old-fashioned bathing caps that grandmothers wear at the beach. The party room is tiled green, like the birthing room in Geneva where Jeremiah was born. She hates green. She hates this room with green tiles for walls. There is one very black face that she recognizes, even though he has on a mask. The half-moons of his tribal markings won't let him hide. It is Jimmy, and she can see that he is smiling because his eyes are sideways slits. How she loves his long, curling eyelashes. How his touch floods her body with light and movement. This episode of The Oddman's Tray was written and read by Pamela Mordecai. Visit us online at oddmanstray.com to read the show notes or to submit your own stories up to 400 words long. You can subscribe to us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs>